Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Get in tune with the sun, moon, and stars. This is Astrology with Yasmin. Hello, everybody. How are we all? Coming to you live and direct on UnityOnlineRadio.org org and on facebook.com forward slash yasmin boland how are you all doing i hope you're really well i'm on fire at the moment i had the most incredible weekend and uh my i feel like i don't know about you if you're on the spiritual path every now and then you feel like you get an upgrade like a real upgrade and I got an upgrade this weekend, which I'm going to tell you about. Um, I'm going to be talking about the full moon. We'll be talking about forgiveness. And um, I'll be doing readings for people. So if you want to call in, the number is, if you're in the States, it's a little bit easier, 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. So let's talk about my upgrade. <laughs> uh, and maybe you've had an upgrade too. Maybe it's something in the stars. Um, one thing I will tell you that's in the stars right now that's really important to note is because uh, somebody was asking me just before we came on air, is Mercury retrograde over? Yes, it is O-V-E-R. So if you've been waiting for Mercury retrograde to finish, um, your wishes come true and Mercury is no longer retrograde. So let me tell you about this upgrade I had this weekend. So I'm writing my next deck of Oracle cards, and which are also about the moon. Um, and uh, they're going really well. I really love them. I hope you're going to love them too. I have the most amazing artist, um, another amazing artist, uh, so I've been writing those and when I write something like that, excuse me, I go into this, you go into this zone, but I have to say, I actually felt very strongly that everything that happened to me, um, this weekend was very much a part of this, this, these cards, which I'm doing because, you know, I'm doing these cards. I do them for fun. I do them for work. I do them for you. I do them for me. But on some level, you know, these cards are amazing because they help people tap into their own higher wisdom, you know, like they're a pretty big deal. And uh, those of you who saw my Facebook Live this morning will know I had a big surprise on Friday, which was that my first deck of cards, my beautiful Moonology cards, uh, are included in a feature on Oprah. Dot com, Oprah Magazine online. I don't know if it's in the print as well, but it's definitely online, which was 
like such a big exciting thing. And I told the story again. I'll just tell it really briefly today as now, but because a lot of people who are joining us on Unity Online won't have heard it. Um, I'd actually done a manifestation about, you know, getting some kind of juju from Oprah. I just wanted to kind of reach out to her because she's such a leading light uh, in the world. And um, that was about a year ago. I'd done a drawing and I was thinking about three days ago or four days ago, literally like three or four days ago, I was thinking, gosh, it's so weird because normally I feel like whenever I do a manifestation, you know, touch wood, something normally happens to give me an idea that it's manifesting, that it's coming. And um, nothing had happened at all. And I literally thought that like on, say, Wednesday last week. And then on, I think, Friday, I get a text from the beautiful Colette Baron-Reed to say, our cards are on Oprah.com. And she was excited as I am. And uh, and anyway, I just thought it was a really funny thing because, like, when you do a manifestation, you want to watch for signs. So this is a good sign that, you know, maybe maybe I'll do a bit more Oprah manifesting. Let's see. Now my I won't say what my plan is. Um, You know, sometimes you want to keep your little secrets to yourself. So anyway, so I'm doing my new cards at the moment. They're my Moonology cards, which are on the Oprah website. But my new cards, um, which I'm writing, I feel like everything that happened this weekend – uh, was really as a part of an upgrade, a spiritual upgrade that I kind of need, you know, like I need this upgrade uh, to do the cards as best I can. And um, so what happened was initially what happened was that um, Kyle Gray, who many of you will know, he's probably the number one author talking about angels in the world at the moment. And I've got to know Kyle uh, through working at Hay House, because working well, do, having books published with Hay House, and uh, and he he does too. And um, anyway, so I just turned out that I said, well, what about if I give you a reading, Kyle? I'll give you an astrology reading. And, uh, and I did it, you know, just out of, you know, love for Kyle. And um, he said, sure, sure, sure. So, okay. And so uh, so a couple of things happened. One was on, I think it was Friday night, I couldn't sleep. I literally just couldn't sleep. And I was just awake and awake and awake and awake at 3 a.m., at 4 a.m., I thought I better send Kyle a little message uh, because um, there's no way I'm going to be able to give him a reading tomorrow at midday because I'm just going to be too tired. It's 4 a.m. and I'm still awake. So I sent him a little message on Facebook Messenger hoping that he um, hoping that he didn't have, you know, <laughs> it open. I wasn't going to wake him up. And actually then an hour later at 5 a.m., I was still awake and just like, rah, like quite wide awake. And um, so, yeah, so I thought, mm, okay, I, I really definitely can't do this for Kyle tomorrow. I, it's just not going to work. So I texted him at 5 a.m. and I said, you know what, Kyle, absolutely, definitely, I won't be able to do it tomorrow. I'm sorry because uh, I'm still awake and it's 5 a.m. Anyway, being the beautiful man that he is, um, I woke up the next morning to text from him saying, you know, no problem, don't worry about it. And by the way, if you want me to uh, take a look and see why you can't sleep, I will. And I'm always saying, oh, I don't like getting readings from people. You know, please don't give me readings because I like to really pick and choose who I'm going to get a reading from because I actually don't really like getting readings in a way. I have 
you know, I have a couple of friends who are super psychic and they often call me for astrology readings because they can't read for themselves. It's hard to read for yourself. And uh, and then they say, so I give them a reading and then they say, well, do you want to, should I do something for you? And I'm like, no, I'm good, thanks. You know, as long as everything's good, I'm fine. So I don't really like reading. So when Kyle said I can look, I thought, oh, no, I'm too scared. I don't know, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. I said, no, it's fine, thanks. I think it's just because it's locked down, this sleep disruption. Anyway, so eventually I woke up, dropped him a message. You know, everyone's at home at the moment anyway because of COVID-19 in the UK. We're all still in hard lockdown. And uh, so I dropped him a message going, hey, I'm awake now if you want to do your reading I, at about one o'clock. So I was about an hour or so late. And he was like, yeah, sure. So we got on. I did a reading. And some, the first thing that happened, like a lot of you on the comments are saying, I love Kyle Gray. Yeah, well, me too. And um, for those of you who don't know, it's Kyle, K-Y-L-E, Gray, G-R-A-Y. And he works really with lots of different dimensions, but especially he's known for his work with angels. Um, anyway, so the first thing that happened was that, and it's probably because Kyle is the guy that he is, um, he, I started to, uh, I, I started to kind of feel this really powerful energy descending over me. And um, it was really strange. Like I've never experienced anything like that when I've done a reading for anyone, anyone, like nobody. And I was just like, hmm, like really, that wasn't heavy energy. Um, it was like, uh, it was just really high vibration, highly spiritual energy. And I was like, whoa. And so I told him what I was seeing in the chart. And some of it had to do with, I think, his, his you know, sort of spiritual journey in a way. And I said to him, Kyle, wow, I don't know what is going on here. I've never experienced this giving anyone a reading. And I was like, whoa, I could feel this energy like washing, washing like this. So I said what I had to say, and that was all good. And then I thought, oh, I'm not sure if I should say too much. Am I saying too much? And I sort of then was going to try and change the subject. And then he brought me back to what we were talking about, which I thought was really interesting. And it meant a lot to him. Anyway, so that was all good. And I just did his reading after that. And it kind of went kind of back to normal, more or less, after that really intense energy surge. And... Um, at least you're saying he's the guy to your upgrade. Yeah, for sure. And so um, so what happened was after that was uh, we kind of did the reading. And then at the end of it, I said to him, um, he said, well, what can I do for you? And I said, oh, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm happy. He'd given me some really interesting, uh, you know, names of books to read for things that I was interested in that he was talking about. I said, that's fine. I've got all the, um, I've got books to read now. Thanks for our chat from our chat. So that's all good. And then I said, actually, unless you want to tell me, um, unless you want to tell me about my sleep, why I'm not sleeping. Anyway, so what he said was, and I actually wrote it down if I can find it. I wonder if, I found, if I've deleted it now. Basically what he said was that I have all this energy that comes partly from doing things like this where I'm talking to, you know, 150 people or my Facebook lives, which are seen by, you know, probably over 5,000 people a day often um, once they're on watched in replay. So lots of people and our energy gets mixed up and that's fine. I, I love doing things like this and, and um, you know, it's, it's really kind of my favourite thing to do is to get and do, you know, like my radio show or Facebook lives, all that. I just love them. Um, oh, thank you, Cathy. Um, 
but he said the thing is you know, because because you're mixing with so many people, you know, you think you're just in the house by yourself with your husband and your son, but you're actually connecting energetically with all so many people. And you have to kind of release all that at the end of the day. And I thought, well, that makes sense. He says, because you've got all this energy and if you don't release it, um, then basically you, you have to process it. You have to process it. And uh, if you don't process it, either you won't sleep or you'll get restless sleep or you'll get nightmares. And I was like, okay, well, that makes complete sense. So he said, I'm just going to ping you a PDF. So he pinged me this PDF, which, by the way, I've since discovered is from his new book, which, which is coming out. Um, now I can't find that either. I didn't, I'm sorry, I, I thought I had all these things ready, but my computer closed and opened again very suddenly. Hang on, let me just see. It's called Divine Masters Ancient Wisdom. Divine Masters Ancient Wisdom. It's not coming out till April, but he sent me an advanced copy as a PDF, which was such a treat, and I was very honoured. And um, so I started reading it, and then as I kind of skimmed through it, first of all, I saw that what he'd pinged me, this PDF, comes from that book. And what it is, it's this process to um, – I don't want to give it away because it's in his new book and, I, and I'm pretty sure, um, you know, I should leave it to Kyle to explain. But it's a way to kind of clear, cleanse and release energy before you go to bed. And, you know, I mean, you can work it out. It's not that complicated, but he does give some beautiful prayers and he just puts it in a really, really nice way. So he said to me in his beautiful Scottish accent, Yasmin, you should um, do it with your family as well. Because I said, you know, it's like in lockdown, our bedtime has become 2 a.m., which is just, you know, dysfunctional. And um, so he said, we'll do it with your whole family. So I, I'm married to a very clever practical ex-accountant Frenchman called Olivier, as many of you know. Wonderful, wonderful man, but, you know, had really never, barely even heard of angels before we met, although he quickly heard about the parking angels and was quite quickly converted to the parking angels because we lived in Paris and, you know, suddenly he could get parks in Paris quite easily. Anyway, uh, and my son, who's 14 and, you know, more interested in Roblox or whatever, and... Uh, um, Minecraft or whatever they play these days. I don't know. These things seem to go in and out of fashion. But anyway, as you can imagine, my 14-year-old son is not also like, you know, the biggest into angels of anyone you'll ever meet at this point in his life. Well, he's not anti them, you know. Anyway, so I went downstairs and I said, radio guys, um, got to do this. Long story short, we did Kyle's exercises and then I went up to bed by myself ahead of everybody else to have some sleep. And I, so I, I don't know about how many of you have got one of these. I've got a Fitbit, okay. I got it in December. I got it for Christmas actually, and it was a present from uh, my father-in-law. I think he sent me all sorts of things. And uh, and one of the things you can do on a Fitbit is it will tell you how long you sleep, okay? You wear it at night and it will tell you and it and it has a way of taking your pulse or I don't know what and it can tell you, um, you know, how long you slept for and the quality of your sleep, okay? So if you were light sleep, deep sleep, 
REM or whatever, and every day. So this is the first thing I started checking because I've, I've actually gained weight in lockdown, which I really couldn't afford to do anyway. Um, and I realized that one of the reasons I'm not exercising is because I'm so tired because I've, I've been sleeping like five and a half hours a night. It's probably my most um, common length of sleep. I'm just not getting enough sleep. And sometimes if I'm lucky, I get six hours sleep. And, you know, if I'm really lucky, I get seven hours sleep. Well, after I did this clearing energy clearing exercise that Kyle sent me, I had the longest sleep that I've had since December, since I put this thing on my wrist. I slept eight hours and 17 minutes. Okay, so it's basically three hours more than I've generally been sleeping which was incredible already to start with. Um, and plus the quality of my sleep uh, went from what it usually is, which is either poor or fair, it went to um, very good. I think, it was, I think it was very good. It was 82. Uh, they give you a score out of 100, 82 out of 100, which is, I think, very good. And, you know, so that was incredible. And I was like, whoa, my God. And I wrote to Carl straight away the next morning. Oh, my God, I've just slept for eight hours and 17 minutes. For the first, it's the first time I've slept more than eight hours um, since December and la, 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 la. And um, so he was really sweet about that. And but but the thing was, it was I could just feel it was all part of something was changing. Something was shifting. And then I started reading his book, which is all about Ascended Masters and Shangri-La and Shambhala and things that I learned about 20 years ago in my very first um, kind of really cosmic course that I ever did, which was called Lifting the Veil, uh, which I did in Sydney with my very good friend Jane Perchall and Carolyn Gowan and a whole lot of people. And uh, we learned about things like, for example, in his new book, he talks about this thing called the halls of learning, okay? And uh, his book, again, let me just remind you, it's called, um, if you want to pre-order it, please pre-order my friend Kyle's book and Divine Masters Ancient Wisdom. And uh, he talks about the um, halls of learning. And the halls of learning, something I learned about probably 20 years ago now. Um, hang on, I just need to plug my phone in because it's just telling me it's got a low battery and that's how I'm uh, broadcasting on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, so the halls of learning, just something for you to take away from all this, apart from all this business about spiritual upgrades. And there is actually a, just a, a, an end to this story as well in a second. But the halls of learning are these sort of mythical, not mythical, like mystical places are up somewhere. I don't know if they're up or they're in our dimension. I think actually Kyle goes into it. Um, let's have a look if I can find it. Um, halls of learning. I, he does explain what they are. Um, it's a place where great masters transfer information into your being that will help with your spiritual evolution, okay? It's a place where great masters transfer information into your being that will help with your spiritual revolution. Well, evolution. Well, I used to ask to go to the halls of learning every single night before I went to sleep for I don't know how many years, probably at least three or four years. That was something I was taught to do in this course that I did 20 years ago or maybe 20 five, four, three years ago now. So that's one thing I can suggest to you and that I've start, I'm going to start doing again is ask before you go to sleep 
to go to the great halls of learning so you can get really powerful information. And then when Kyle's book comes out, hopefully he will come on the show and I can talk to him about that and he can tell you about the special uh, mystical way of clearing your energy before you go to sleep so you can have a really, really good night's sleep. And then just to top it all off, yesterday um, I ended up having, I'd been trying and trying and trying to get this guy, Chris Brennan, uh, into an interview. And um, he's a really learned astrologer is about the only way I can explain it. He's very humble. Um, I can't even tell you what he does really because he's done so much and so much study into astrology and the history of astrology. And uh, I wanted to talk to him about the 2,000-year-old void-of-course moon technique. And I've been emailing him constantly and trying to get him on the line. And anyway, as it turned out, I'm extremely honoured because he has uh, one of the most widely listened to astrology podcasts called um, astrologypodcast.com. You go to astrologypodcast.com. His name is Chris Brennan. And, uh, and he also is the author of a book called Hellenistic Astrology, Hellenistic Astrology being astrology from 2,000 years ago, which I've now ordered online and we'll get in the next few days or weeks. So anyway, as it turned out, all of a sudden, after all this kind of upgrade that I'd been getting with the halls of learning and the connecting with the heavenly rays, which I've talked about in my book, Monology, and all sorts of stuff, then I get this email from Chris Brennan saying, actually, if you want to talk today... I can do it. I can do it at 2 p.m. Denver time, which happened to be 9 p.m. Um, uh, UK time. And I was like, I'm not saying no. I don't care. So I said to my husband, I'm sorry, darling, but do you mind if I go upstairs and uh, speak to Chris Brennan? I've been chasing him down for an interview for a few weeks and he's finally got some time today. And as it turned out, he had actually had a guest cancel on the astrology podcast. So he kind of turned the tables on me and said, okay, well, what about if I interview you for my uh, podcast? And, um, you know, I can use that for my my podcast. I think he said it's episode, episode 292. And I was like, oh, I'm not worthy. You're amazing. You're this like astrologer who's studied 2000 year old techniques. And for all I know, you've taught yourself ancient Greek so you could decode ancient manuscripts and all that. Whereas I said, I've said before, when I learned astrology, I went forward and I went, I, I read all the modern astrologers like Liz Green and Sue Tompkins and Robert Hand and, you know, all the great, greats, Howard Sassportis and all that, whereas um, people like Chris who were drawn to the ancient astrology went right back and they've read texts literally that are like a 1,000 years old or 1,500 years old or, you know, old, O-L-D spells old. And I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be really embarrassing because, you know, he's going to be like this ancient scholar. But it wasn't. It was fine. He was absolutely brilliant. We had a really interesting chat and we had so much to talk about that we ended up talking, I think, for two hours, maybe even more, like two and a half hours about the void of course moon. And um, and so, of course, you know, that was all part of this amazing energetic upgrade weekend because he gave me information yesterday. I said to him at the end of it, I said, you know, that was really like, um, you know, you just saved me 10 years of research 
because he was like this fountain of wisdom that I could just keep asking questions to about this and that and, you know, and, and he was great. And we had a really great chat. And I am, you know, I always say I'm, I am a serious astrologer. I just don't always, you know, tackle the most the serious things like 2,000-year-old bits of papyrus with ancient, you know, astrological omens written on them. I, I've never been drawn to that, but I'm getting more and more interested. And we were we had a great time. I had a great time, so it was really good. And he seemed to be really happy with it, and he's putting it up on his website, so that's all great. So you'll be able to listen to it. And as soon as he puts it up, um, I will put a link to it. So then, of course, I went to sleep uh, doing all my Kyle Gray clearing, and, of course, I slept through chanting this morning because I, I, it was all just too much because I ended up not going to bed till really late because of the uh, the big, long chat, which went till about, I think in the end, I think I, I cut up from – Chris at um, about 1am. Genevieve saying, you are so excited. It's so cute. I am excited. <laughs> I'm really excited. Okay, so we've only got about two minutes left uh, until we go to the break. And I will be taking your calls after the break. So if you haven't called in, uh, please do. The, line, the desk is actually full, all these very patient people. Um, I will get to you. Oh, a car jumped out. Oh, well, finally, I got this card when I'm in this state of hyper anxiety, not anxiety, but hyper excitement. Guess what the card is? This is a card for everybody, though. It's not just me. It's you. If you're watching this or listening to this, the live or the rebroadcast, are you ready for the card? Here comes the card. There we go. We got the meditate and contemplate card meditate and contemplate which you know honestly because of the state I'm in which is oh my god it's all so amazing it's very useful for me uh new moon in Pisces let me just um from my beautiful moonology cards which are featured on oprah.com Woohoo! <laughs> Um, okay, thank you, Sally. Um, okay, meditate and contemplate. This card speaks of dreams and romance, of soulmates and poetry. It suggests there's a new start coming your way that's connected to a matter that leaves you feeling somewhere between having your head in the clouds and being in a totally altered state. And that's how I feel. I really feel like it doesn't, hasn't happened to me for a while, but I really feel I've had one of those little upgrades that you get every now and then. So that's damn good news. Um, if you're onto a good thing, wish hard because the words of your soul and your heart could help bring about the manifestation of your dreams. So, you know, we're all getting very cosmic here. The uh, It's a sign to make your dreams come true and uh, surrender to the divine, Om Namo Narayani, and do some chanting, all right, and meditation. So there we go. That's it. So I think we have to go to the break now. Um, I will see you after the break.
Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. Find out what's happening in the skies. Welcome back to Astrology with Yasmin. Hello, everybody. Yes, I am back from the break, and we have I don't know how many people waiting uh, on the line to speak, so I'm going to get to them. Before I do, I just want to tell you one thing. Um, I am doing a moonology manifesting challenge. So if you would like to join me uh, on the Moonology Manifesting Challenge, it's free. It's going to go for seven days. It's actually going to run from March the 7th to whatever seven days is after that. I think it's March the 13th or something, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, maybe the 14th. I'm not sure. Anyway, you'll see on the website. So if you would like to join, it's free. We will be working on manifesting at the end of the lunar cycle in the seven days leading up to the new moon. And it's going to be powerful stuff, especially now that I've had my spiritual upgrade. <laughs> so if you want to join me, um, it's free and you can sign up at www.moonmessages.com forward slash MMC which is short for Moonology Manifesting Challenge. So moonmessages.com forward slash MMC will get you there. And after you purchase, no, after you sign up, after you register for free, we are doing a paid VIP sort of backstage pass, which we've had quite a few people sign up to. So if you want to kind of have a one-on well, it's not one-on-one -on -one exactly because it will be, will be on Zoom. So this will be the chance for us to connect one-to-one. -one. If you have any questions about the challenge, if you want me to help you with your chart, whatever you want, we will be doing that together for half an hour or so every day after the challenge. So uh, you can upgrade uh, to that if you want to get some VIP treatment. So there you go. Um all right, so I'm going to look go to the phones in one second, but I just want to answer one question I've been getting a lot on Facebook as we've been um, talking today. And a lot of people are saying if Mercury retrograde is over, um, you know, does that mean everything's back to normal? What about the shadow period? We're still in the shadow period, so, you know, just uh, just mosey along a little bit. Um, we're still in the shadow period, but... Overall, you know, the shadow is the shadow and it just means we're going to recover the old ground from the point back to the point where Mercury initially went retrograde. But it's pretty much, you know, it's it's as good as 
nearly as near as damn it, as they say, uh, in terms of Mercury retrograde being over. So, you know, if you, I mean, maybe give it a week or two if you're really, really sensitive, but Mercury retrograde is over. We're now in the shadow and now is when the things start to play out more than anything else. Oh, and just to refer back to the Moonology Manifesting Challenge, yes, um, if you're a member of my Sun, Moon and Stars portal, um, you get the VIP upgrade for free. Okay, so if don't don't buy it if you're in my if you're a member of my Sun, Moon and Stars because you get the VIP upgrade for free. And also we are going to meet on the 25th, which is three days from now, uh, for our um, our catch up. All right, so let's go to the phones. Let's go to um, let's go to line two where we have Kathleen. Are you there, Madame Kathleen? Hi. Hi, Kathleen. Uh, hi, Yasmin. Thank you How for are taking you? my call. Yes, you're welcome. What's What's news? Well, uh, I'm uh, ready to feel uh, better. I've been um, struggling with my health for uh, a long time, and uh, I, I feel that now is the moment to really move forward. But um, yeah, and I've been waiting uh, because yeah, I'm uh, becoming this year uh, 33 and I've been waiting for um, me to have a, a baby because I, I didn't feel well and I hope I, I can move past all of this and yeah, move on with my life. Okay, all right. Okay, so let me look at your chart. So you are a Libran with Virgo yes. rising and a Virgo moon. Yes. Yes? Yes. Yes. Balance. Ascendant vierge, lune en vierge. But we can't speak in French. I speak a bit of French because my husband is French. All right, so let's look at what's going on for you right now. Okay. All right, so, yeah, look, you know, you did actually have something in your chart some time ago that would have blocked you having a baby. It wouldn't have been easy for you to have a baby at that point. That has now cleared. So I would say okay. go for it. Okay. Yeah, I would say go for it. Let me draw you a card. Have you got a partner? Do I have what? Yeah, you have a partner. Yes, yes uh, we are together for almost 13 years and we are married. Oh, wow. Okay, all right. So, ah, you got such a good card, Kathleen. I'm so happy with the card that you got. You okay. got the end of a tough cycle approaches. Whoa. So, nice. you know... It basically, this card actually means you still have a bit of work to do, but you're nearly at the end of it. Okay. And it also uh, will be um, telling about my health, that, that I will get out of the troubles I had? Well, when you get this card, it suggests that um, the end of the tough cycle is approaching, but you do need a plan. If thought of what un plan. Uh, an, uh, une idée en tête. Very bad French. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I speak Dutch. <laughs> Oh, you're Flemish, you're right. You sound very uh, French, so I don't so think I speak French to you. Okay, yeah, so go, you must have a plan. I don't speak Flemish, I'm afraid, okay. or Dutch. Yeah, I've been thinking uh, to be very strict in my diet because I have tried a lot of things already, but the only thing uh, with whatever made me feel better was when I was very strict in my diet and, and doing lots of yoga, but mo at the moment I'm feeling... I'm feeling very tired and I, I want to try things and I want to do stuff, but it's I'm so tired and it's difficult because I know I have to do stuff to get energy, but it's all always looking for a balance of building up or getting back down. Uh -huh. Right. And, and what does your doctor say? Uh they they're not quite sure, but uh, when I was 70 years old, I had a, a, a big struggle with uh, Epstein Barr uh, virus, and I was uh, really sick for I think eight nine months, and I couldn't go to school. I missed my uh, school year, and since then I haven't been the same. I, I, and since I, now uh, I've worked a couple. Uh, of years, but then now I'm uh, sick at home for eight years already. So, wow. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, I'm not a doctor. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not even a, I'm not even a medical astrologer. There is a medical astrologer mm -hmm. I know of. I believe her name is Kira Sutherland. I think she's a medical astrologer. Um, but I mean, I would say go to the doctor. I'm not anti doctors at all my father was a doctor but i'd also say um obviously you know the work of the medical medium do you yes yes because he works a lot with epstein Barr. yeah i've been uh now uh into reading it and i definitely definitely want to give it a try because uh, it really resonates with me well, I mean, the medical medium is all about the Epstein-Barr virus. Like, mm -hmm. every, everything relates back to that. So if you haven't read him yet, get get his first book and read that and start with that. I mean, I, I still say always you've got to, you know, make sure there's nothing else going on. Like a, do a doctor will help you make sure there's nothing more serious going on, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that you don't know about. But assuming you've ruled out other things, um, yes. look up the medical medium. I'm sure he's in Flemish. I'm sure of it. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. So, so just to finish, Kathleen, you said, yes. uh, I said, um, I drew your card and your card was, you need a new plan. So maybe your yeah. new plan will be working with a, a medical medium. Do you know how to find him? It's just medicalmedium.com. Yes, yes, I know uh, where to find him. him. Thank you very All right. much. All right, lots uh, of love. Yeah, for you too, and uh, have a lovely day. Thank you very much, Kathleen. You too. Sorry for speaking French at you. You do have a French accent, even though you're Flemish. <laughs> Okay, all right, so let us go to line one. Deborah, are you there, Deborah? Yes, I'm here. 
I am. Hello, how are you? Um, okay, I suppose. Okay, what's up? Tell me. Doesn't um, sound very good. Going, thank you. Um, I'm going through a lot of things. Um, grief. Just doing your chart. That's what you're hearing me typing, okay? Yeah. Um, grief. Um, my relationship with my children is not where I would like it to be. Um, I personally have issues with letting things go. Um, so your topic spoke to me, um, especially when people have harmed my children. So I have a lot of issues with my ex-husband, um, who was an, is an alcoholic and used drugs and <clears throat> has just been really over the years, really treated my children badly on and off. You know, when he's sober, he's good to them. When he's not, then he's horrible. How and old are your just, kids? They're, uh, well, my oldest is 20, he'll be 29, and then my triplets are 23. Um, my son, who was one of the triplets, took his own life in November. Oh, my God. And <clears throat> part of his issues were things that his dad did to him, <clears throat> just the way that he treated him. Um he had a lot of other issues, too. It's not just that. But I was kind of depressed before that, um, and now it's just really bad. <coughs> okay. All right. So from an astrological point of view, I can give you some answers. But when you've been through the kind of thing that you've been through, you need more than just Yasmin on a radio show looking at your chart quite quickly. Do you, do you get what I'm I saying, know. Deborah? I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. So you are um, Sun and Mercury and Neptune. You have them all in the sign of Scorpio. Okay. So what that means for a start is that you feel things really deeply. And when you say you can't let go, that's why you can't let go. Because you are a triple Scorpio, including your, excuse me, mind planet Mercury in Scorpio, and you are a prime candidate to be doing some kind of energetic release work that I've been talking about. Um, you know, just look up energetic release work and you'll get ideas. I don't feel I can give you the one I was given on the weekend because it was given to me and it's an advanced copy of Kyle's book and it's not up to me to be sharing stuff that's in his book before it's published. But mm -hmm. if you look up energetic release work um, or maybe go to YouTube, you'll find stuff there as well. But okay. having been through what you've been through, Deborah, with your son, um, and saying that, you know, your husband was alcoholic and used drugs and that you are depressed, to me, you have to go and get professional help, you know, because it's too much to cope with on your own, you know. He's my ex-husband. Yeah, well, I know, but it doesn't, you know. Yeah. My problem that I have is that my children who are still living want me to give him part of my son's ashes. And I they want to give, they want to what? Want me to give my ex-husband part of my son's ashes. Ah. And I don't want to give him anything. He took so much from my son when he was living. I don't want to give him part of him in death. All um, right. Okay. So let's talk about 
the full moon, which is coming, okay, for a minute. And it's going to be taking place in a very uh, spiritual part of your chart. And, um, you know, Deborah, like what you're going through is horrendous. And I almost feel like it's not even right that we're talking about it like this on, on a radio show because it's so personal and so uh, sensitive. But um, I'm just going to ask you to just, we'll just, get in the zone a bit so can you just close your eyes for me for a minute please yes yes and just breathe just breathe gently and easily and we're going to call in Ganesha the Hindu elephant god who helps us overcome obstacles And we're going to call in Mart, who helps with fairness and balance. Just going to ask for them to come through now to help Deborah. So, Deborah, the full moon that's coming up is uh, going to be taking place this week. Let me give you the date, actually. I'll be doing a full moon um, forgiveness. It's the 27th of February. So I'll probably be doing the full moon on the 26th of February, which is Friday uh, night, which will be fine for you because you're in the States. And um, it's actually very much, the full moon is always about forgiveness, but this one is especially about forgiveness because it's the full moon in Virgo. And to get the full moon in Virgo, you have to have the sun in Pisces and the moon in Virgo. And um, I'm going to ask you to try and put yourself in the position of your ex-husband and think about... Um, the fact that he on some level knows where he went wrong with your son and uh, that it's only fair and right that the ashes are shared if that's what he wants and it will help you with your children because they'll, the, the, your children who are still alive, it will help you with them because it will make them happy and it's the right thing to do, so it will make you happy. So what I would do is I would I would work with you. I mean, that's just my take from what you've told me, okay? I would work with the full moon on Friday night. Please, I'll be doing a Facebook Live on the Hay House page, I think, or on, or on my page, one of the two. And um, actually, no, I'm going to do it on the events page itself. If you go to Yasmin Bol if you go to Facebook, you find Yasmin Bolin, and then find my events page. You register there. You'll get notified when when I'm doing it because I'm I'm changing it now. I'm going to do it on the on the events page, and um, and work on forgiving because you have a lot to forgive. Like you've been through a lot. You've been through probably you know more than most people should go through in one lifetime. Um, but the only way for you to come out the other side is. Um, by forgiving because otherwise how can you possibly move forward from everything that's happened so what do you say to that Deborah I say that's really hard to do yeah yeah all right so I 
I felt like a little nudge to read to you from a book that's on my desk, which is Trust Life by Louise Hay, and there's a message for every day. So it's interesting what's come up for you, Deborah, because you know what it's saying? It's saying you need to start enjoying yourself again. Okay. I know that heart must be almost impossible to do after everything you've been through, but I'm sure it's what your son, your late son would want for you. And can I just read it to you? Yeah. Okay. So your affirmation, if you're willing to accept it, do you have a pen handy? I do. It's, and this is for February 22, okay? I'm just going to show it to the Facebook camera so people know I'm not making this up. This is what it says. I choose to love and enjoy myself. Just write that down. I choose to love and enjoy myself. Okay. All right, so I'm just going to read it to you. When you're in a state of anxiety or fear that keeps you from functioning, you may have abandoned your inner child. Think of some ways in which you can reconnect with your inner child. What could you do for fun? What could you do that is just for you? List 15 ways in which you could have fun with your inner child. You may enjoy reading a good book, going to the movies, gardening, keeping a journal or taking a long, hot bath. How about some childlike activities? Really take the time to think. You could run on the beach, go to a playground, swing on a swing, draw pictures with crayons or climb a tree. Once you've made the list, try at least one activity every day let the healing begin look at all you've discovered keep going you can create such fun for you and your inner child feel the relationship between the two of you healing okay You know, the thing is, your son, your late son, would want you to start healing. And he'd want you to be on good terms with his siblings. And he'd want you to forgive, I suppose, don't you think? Um, before he passed, he had washed his hands of his father. He wanted nothing to do with him anymore. He was done with him. Um, but his sisters aren't there. Yeah, um, yeah, but it may not have been healthy for him to be in that state, you know. It may not have, like the thing is, sometimes you have to heal things with your parents for your own good, not for them, but for your own good. It's not healthy for him to be done with his dad, you know. Like, I mean, um, well, I maybe you choose to forgive but not forget. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, part of that's ba a boundary, you know, setting up boundaries from someone who's um, continually, you know, 
they, they're nice to you and then they're drinking again and then they're, you know, falling apart and horrible and say, you know, there's, there's a cyclical damage that happens emotionally when a parent is like that. And so for him to finally say, you know, I'm done, I'm not going to deal with this anymore, I, I'm done, and setting up, putting up that boundary, I thought was a healthy thing. Well, I mean, you know, every case is different, but the most important thing, you know, what what we talk about at the full moon, which is coming up this week, is always forgiveness is better than um, despair, you know, or anger is better than despair. You know, the main thing is where there's life, there's hope. So you always right. can try to make things better. And sometimes you'll never be able to. But what we do with forgiveness at um, the full moon is we say it doesn't mean what they did was okay. It doesn't mean what they do is all right. What it does mean is I'm choosing to accept that this is the person they are. This is all they can manage this lifetime. And even if I don't have them around in my life, I'm going to forgive them and I'm going to make space in my life because, you know, the, most, the worst thing of all would be for you to not be getting the most that you can with your children that are still here, you know. Like that's, to yeah. me, I don't feel qualified to give this advice particularly, Deborah. I'm going to be honest with you. I think you, again, you should really go and see a professional counsellor and talk this through with them. But I'm just telling mm -hmm. you on a kind of an energetic spiritual level Forgiveness doesn't mean what happened was okay. It just means you are choosing to throw it out of your aura and move on from it. And now is it actually a potentially reasonable time for you for healing, actually, for you for healing relationships. So even if you say, yeah, I made a terrible mistake with my husband, if you can, if you can accept that he probably has many regrets as well and start to try to move towards some kind of forgiveness, even if you don't forget. What do you think of that as an idea? Um, yeah, in theory, I understand Not, not that. there yet, probably. But that's okay. You know, yeah. there's no, no rush. But my suggestion, we've actually only got 30 seconds left until the show ends now, Deborah. My honest suggestion would be get yourself to a naturopath or a doctor and go and talk to someone professional who can help you, one, with the depression and two, with advice, you know, based on hours of discussions and knowing all about you and your situation to give you really sound advice that I can't give you without, you know, in this circumstance. Will you do yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. All right, well, unfortunately, that's it for this week. So um, I'm sorry I didn't get to everybody else who's waiting. Um, Sharon, Anne, Kim, Marianne, Ditty and KP, I have a card for you. Ah, the card is, what do you need to release? That's for the people who are on the line. Novella, Sharon, Anne, Kim, Marianne, Ditty and KP. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 